This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. What is going on, y'all? This is Steven from Headlock Talk. we got some exciting news for you. Our longtime sponsor, Naturally Hemp's, has now given us a Headlock Talk promo code. Woo. Go to naturallyhemp's.com, use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. And, by the way, it does not expire. Yes, this is true, Steven. I use Naturally Hemp's gummies for sleep aid, for muscle pain, and for post-workout recovery. And might I also mention, the lotions are great on your skin and they smell fantastic. Oh yeah, it's all really good stuff, but we also have some more for you. NaturallyPureSanitizer.com for all your hand sanitizer needs. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Also, if you are a vapor and you are in need of e-liquid, AmericanVaporCompany.com. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Yes, they have a fine variety of uh, candy flavors, tobacco flavors, menthol flavors, and fruit flavors. So I'm a very big fan of that too. Oh yeah, all really good stuff. And again, code HLT10 at checkout at all of these websites gets you 10% off your order. Now on with the show. What is going on, everybody? It is the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and today I am joined by my, by my good friend Thomas Fenton, uh, who will be uh, discussing Survivor Series 2020 as well as the legacy of The Undertaker. This one's going to be a very fun episode. <laughs> uh, Fenton, hope you're doing well this evening. Everyone out there at home, uh, just finishing Survivor Series, hope y'all are doing well this evening. Howdy, everybody. Uh, while you're in the chat, we appreciate it. Feel free to interact with us. We would love to hear what your thoughts are on Survivor Series tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends all about uh, shooting the sports-ish and uh, Survivor Series talk, <laughs> which, is, which is what it is talk tonight. Talk-ish, right? talk ish yes there we go love it love it um interesting stuff here tonight uh mr fenton uh you are not uh the one the only mr steven grudy as the, the the twitter handle there points out um but uh but yeah I, there's a lot that happened here what, what were your thoughts i guess in general about survivor series tonight um in a nutshell i have a few things that i really liked and, and some things i didn't if we're being honest um i think survivor series should, should mean a little more right we make it this big deal of Raw and SmackDown, but we don't have tallies of, okay, this brand won this many matches versus this brand. That didn't exist this year. There was mm -hmm. nothing at stake either for the big matches, so Roman mm -hmm. beat Drew. Great. What did Roman get out of it? Like Those are kind yeah. of the things that bothered me, but that's more or less what the show from the outside looking in. Visually, I thought the show was very good. I thought it was a very entertaining program. I thought the Taker stuff was much better in a lot of ways than I expected it to be. 
I love mm-hmm. the tag team match. I thought it was one of the better tag team matches WWE has had in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of your hits from the show? Man, uh, I gotta say, uh, coming away with this, uh, coming away from this pay per view, uh, there, there's, there's really three great matches uh, that that they really had on the card here. I thought Oscar versus Sasha Banks was very, very good. Um, I, I think that uh, Street Profits versus the New Day really spoke highly uh, for what tag team wrestling should be in WWE. Um, I think yeah. we, we even saw a, a tweet. Uh, from uh, from one of the members of FTR saying thank you uh, to to the New Day and and to, to the Street Profits for did, yeah. what they provided <laughs> uh, tonight. Um, and then I think and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I think I was proven right in that uh, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns was ultimately going to be a better main event than Drew uh, than uh, than Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton would have been. Um. Look at the build for this one, right? The build mm. for this match was really good. Like, I know it was short. Okay, that that being said, like, there's a lot of things we can critique. In my opinion, this should have been a WrestleMania match. But look, long story, now you have the baby face. If that's the direction you want to go, wanting revenge on the heel. Like, there's a long-term build, too. I get it. But this yeah. short, two-week SmackDown, I liked it, man. I really did. I... I thought it was a prime example of what WWE can do for their mm-hmm. main program if they want to put all cylinders behind it. Um, mm-hmm. And then the match delivered how I thought it would, man. I thought both people really worked hard. I thought that not only Drew, but Roman brought their A game in this match to show everyone, hey, we can go in the ring too. This is not just a a mic contest, which I'll go back to SmackDown because of the unorthodox mm-hmm. style of the promo with Roman sitting at the head of the table and you're able to yeah. hear that vocal back and forth. It gave it a real feel. I thought everything they did with these two was good. Yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I really liked the slight little hint of um, like, the the feeling that there that there's n- it's not finished yet and and we we're gonna obviously dive dive more into that here as we uh, go on throughout the the remainder of the pay per view, um but like they did the the huge pan in with with Drew's face at the end of the match and he he looked probably as pissed off as I've ever seen him to be perfectly honest he, sure like, if if felt like it hurt his pride. Right, right. Of course, of course it did. I mean, you look at that, and I, I think again, they've done such a good job building Drew and such a good mm-hmm. job of making sure he's protected that losing this match here, however way it was, it was a loss. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt him like it would have hurt someone else, and that's a credit to mm-hmm. them. And I'll give him credit for that. Um, mm-hmm. If we go back to the match, though, you had mentioned the match itself, uh, yeah. very good, very entertaining. Went longer than some expected. And then at the end, you mentioned Drew's facials and where he's going for revenge. I think it's going to be interesting on Raw. Do we see Sheamus turn on Drew? Or are we going to see another Randy Orton-Drew match at TLC? Not that I want to. I think the program's wrapped up. But if you did go backwards, at least it still makes sense in this realm of Randy's Demania rematch, even though they're not guaranteed, that sort of thing. Right, right, um, and, and and that's where I'm like really kind of curious uh, to know uh, again what we're gonna see later on down the road uh, as far as Seamus goes because Seamus has long rumored been the next destination, the next logical step uh, for for Drew McIntyre. Um, if y'all are sitting in the chat, let us know what you think. Is it who, who's next for, for Drew? Is it, is it Sheamus? Is it Randy? Uh, where are we going here post Survivor Series for the title scene? But before we get into that, I also want to hear your thoughts, Finn, and the thoughts of you guys here in the chat here uh, for what I would call our top story. The top story here tonight, I really feel, is uh, 30 years. 30 years of The Undertaker. Um, <laughs> I, I, I sent out the tweet, and, it, and, it's, and it's idiotic, and it's dumb, and, and, and I get it, but I find this funny. I, I, I just tweeted, like, 30 years is a really long time. 
<laughs> like like you you get to see the the montage that they had for him and and the video package as I said which was beautifully made beautifully made video package uh for the undertaker but you look at some of the, the clips and the footage that they chose and and he's he's been around for a hell of a long time then <laughs> I I look back look, as a kid and Taker scared the hell out of me when I was a kid mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I was a little Hulkamaniac as a kid. I'm from Detroit. I was at mm-hmm. the Survivor Series when Taker won his first in. I remember very little, don't get me wrong. However, mm. Taker had that persona back in the late 80s and super early 90s, obviously, that larger-than-life character. And he was mm. able to transform that into the 90s and even the late 90s before he had to change it up completely. Mm. Um, that's one hell of a run 30 years. That is a hell of a run. It was the highlight of the show because there wasn't any shenanigans. It was a complete send-off. It was total respect. I liked it a lot. I thought the why don't you tell everyone out there that's listening about the Paul Bear hologram or or graphic <laughs> as you describe. I mean Yeah. I mean that so so that was that was a. <laughs> that was quite an interesting moment. Um, uh, the admin over at Shooting the Sports Ish, I believe that that was probably Tony, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's uh, in the chat here. I'm barely older than Taker's career. That's nuts. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, it does make you feel old when you see athletes' careers from start to finish, and you're like, oh. Right, yep. right. Um, t- for, for perspective, I just turned 30 this year. So I'm like, so he's he's been around for practically my whole life, uh, which which is nuts to me. Um, Mike in the Mike JC in the chat. Why they have twenty people come out to the ring for no reason and then leave? Well, uh, I think it's uh, more more what, to do with Vince McMahon than was it know. was it entertaining for people? Um, did they get a solid reaction out of those people they brought out? I think for the most part it got over pretty well. I think it was introducing mm. people from Taker's past. But if you want to get deep into it, mm. you didn't have Cena. Mm. You didn't have Hulk Hogan. Mm-mm. Those two were super important. And so was mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, who ended the streak. And those were three well, guys, essentially, who I thought should have been a bigger part of this, and they weren't. Mm. I'll give you a fourth name, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Absolutely. He, he looked- he, he was not there. He was a huge part of Undertaker's career. Uh, and, and they even did the whole, you know, he he's he's doing the Stone Cold Sessions part two on the yeah, WWE right Network now. right now. Right now. I mean, you, you should watch us. Not, I mean, you can watch Stone Cold later. It'll be there. It'll be on replay, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But he's doing that right now. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, we could talk about. I mean, The Rock. I mean, though The Rock, I'm su- I'm sure is uh, not uh, in, in any particular um, <laughs> desire to to come to a WWE event at the moment. All uh, correct. But that's but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, no. It, I I think that uh, you had mentioned the hologram situation. Um, a lot of people, a lot of memes going on right now with the hologram situation right now on Twitter. Um, I thought it was um, I thought it was a nice touch. A little bit odd, but but a nice touch nonetheless. I, I, I don't think it's odd at all. And here's why. Yeah. Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling has always been over the top, right? So yeah. you found something that worked in mainstream pop culture. Because um, in Vince's mind, the only time he's ever seen that would have been the Tupac one. Um, I understand mm-hmm. there's been others, but that's what Vince would have seen based on views and clicks. Yeah. Someone brought that to the attention, or he saw it, and whatever. I thought it was cool. I had no issue with it. I thought it was really a cool touch at WrestleMania this past year where you had Howard Finkel's voice when the mic dropped in the ceiling. Like, they're, mm-hmm. it's, it's wrestling, guys. Um, they're not mm-hmm. doing it in a disrespectful way, which is nice. <laughs> like, True. <laughs> True. Um, I mean, we, did, we didn't get a Katie Vick appearance, which was important because you had Triple H and Kane in the ring at the same time. So... <laughs> this, this is very true. <laughs> didn't he, I, I, Katie Vick didn't even cross my mind. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, 
so we we didn't really i mean people had, had been like oh well is, is he gonna have another match is, is it, are they gonna announce another match yeah, i mean he was definitive he's not having another match this is it i'm done you know what though it, it, it was definitive tonight yeah that's what i've learned from i think this was vince's saying you're you're done yeah, my concern would be when there's fans in full capacity in 2022 or wherever they run at Mania. Mm. I was take your feeling after not working for a couple of years. <laughs> I'm just being completely serious. Like I could totally mm. see that happening. Again, mm. he he showed that he was done. Like it, it's over. But yeah, it was one of the more special moments. I thought when Vince introduced him. By the way was very magical because I think that's Vince's final call in the business. I don't think we have yeah. Vince in a ring talking again, to be completely honest with you. I think that was it. Mm-hmm. It was one of his biggest creations outside of Hulk Hogan. And again, you can credit Terry Belay and Hulk Hogan to some of that too, but The Undertaker was all Vince and the creative team. Um, their gimmick, mm-hmm. their character. Um, so when I say his greatest creation, that's why. So he takes a lot of pride in it too, and I get it. Because I'm feeling particularly sentimental, uh, I guess, Fenton, what what matches come to mind when you think of The Undertaker, when you think of his legacy, when you think of uh, what they what The Undertaker means to wrestling? Uh, I mean, he's provided, obviously, 30 years of, of, of very, uh, very good matches. He set a very high bar uh, for all the, the men and women who ever have walked through the WWE locker room. Um, I, I guess what, what in your mind stands out? Um, I, I guess as far as the undertaker's finest moments or finest matches. So the first three that come to my mind um, without me thinking, which I would assume would be because they just hit me at that moment. Um, Taker Hogan's uh, survivor series, 1990 Taker wins the title. Hmm. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels in the casket match. Because I remember it being a really good match, and I also remember it being Sean's last match for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Taker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell. Um, because, again, we're talking relay clips. We're talking the best of the best. You're probably putting one of those highlights in for somebody who hasn't seen part of the Undertaker's career before. So, again, mm-hmm. those were just the first three that hit the top of my head. Um, they hit the Taker casket match part. They hit the Paul Bear part. They hit the more vicious side of the Taker part. If I would have to add anything, however, um, mm-hmm. that Kamala casket match also hits me. And so does Yokozuna for whatever reason. A lot of promos, mm-hmm. I guess, building the bigger caskets for Taker, like hyping it up. One was at Royal Rumble. Uh, one was at Survivor Series. So. Um, yeah, no, I mean, those are, those are, I mean, excellent examples of like the, 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 I guess the, the earlier part of his career. Um, now this I, one I mean, time, however, mm-hmm. Taker with the assistance of edge and Christian, uh, hung the big boss man from a hell in a cell with a noose by the back of his neck and committed a murder on, on live national television. But Hey, he also at one point put somebody on the symbol. The symbol, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very careful to say that it's not a any any particular kind of symbol. <laughs> that dots dots eyes and crosses. We'll move on. All right. What? But we look at you. Some of your favorite moments of Taker. What, what ones hit your mind? So, uh, I, I guess I got to go with the first one that that really comes to mind is the one that uh, I guess my really first introduction to into Undertaker. Goodness, um, so uh, for all of those at home who have never experienced this before, there used to be these things called blockbusters where you would actually go into a, a store and uh-huh. you would uh, you would you would purchase uh, for rental a VHS tape which you put into what's called a VCR and you you know there's a rewind and you you watch the video right it's all on film you might want to uh, hit the top story button we, we have VC what it's a VCR <laughs> that's Let what me tell you are all saying the- right now that is what they're saying when i go what? hey i traded wrestling tapes with people yeah what what's yeah. a tape what do you mean
So breaking, breaking news. news. Yeah, you, you can't hit the search <laughs> button back in 1997 and pull up your favorite match. Indeed. They, they, there used to be tapes. <laughs> Where that you had to on physical film that you had to do that breaking news that was a thing we all had to go through it. Um, so one of the marquee videotape rentals that I remember uh getting from Blockbuster um was WrestleMania 14, uh, which was main evented obviously by Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mike Tyson was the special enforcer at ringside, um, but. It also featured Kane versus The Undertaker, and that was a very, very special match to me. I, I mean, that's that's got to be up there with with maybe some of my favorite one of my some one of my favorite Undertaker matches, bar none, is yeah. the WrestleMania 14 one. Um, I think we also, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about the Shawn Michaels WrestleMania matches. Those were outstanding, in my opinion. Uh, perhaps, Absolutely. arguably, you're, some you're, of the best matches of his career. I think, and, and sorry to cut you short there, oh, when I look at my opinion, what came to mind, um, they definitely weren't his top five moments because you're 100% mm-hmm. right. Those Sean matches were incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. redefined what WWE was looking to do in a ring for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I mean, if you think about like WrestleMania 25 was supposed to be like this really big marquee uh, event, uh, you had. Uh, but but it, it experienced some 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 really weird uh, f- like fissures through throughout the whole show, uh, particularly the Triple H Randy Orton match, which should have been no holds barred or no disqualification, whatever. And then they turned it into a Triple H loses the title if he gets disqualified. So it's the exact opposite logic that you would ideally want to have. Um, but that show was saved uh, in a lot of ways by Undertaker and Shawn Michaels having perhaps arguably one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. Um, probably top two, at least. I know a lot of people will put the the Brett and Owen match from WrestleMania 10 up there. But, I mean, this one here is, was beautiful, I thought. Um, he also had a great series of matches with uh, uh, Triple H. And then, I mean... He, I mean, we you know what's one that this. one that comes yeah. to mind that I forgot to, and I know we're still talking about Taker's career. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this concept called Shotgun Saturday Night back in 1995, 1996-ish, where mm-hmm. WWF would wrestle at nightclubs or bars Saturday night mm-hmm. at midnight. It lasted mm-hmm. about four weeks before it got canceled, then moved to 2 a.m. and whatever. Um, the Undertaker tombstoned Triple H on an escalator. And they went all the way down the escalator. And I thought to myself the entire time, mm. Triple H's hair is going to get stuck in that escalator. And I freak. <laughs> I didn't think about his head. I didn't think about a concussion. I'm like, oh, shit. The hair is going to get eaten. The escalator is going to eat him. Oh, no. That's all I remember as a kid thinking watching that. I'm like, yeah. He, he was fine. You're going to see a murder tonight. <laughs> eaten by this escalator. But a hell of a match. I'd recommend looking it up, though. Those two tore the house down in front of 48 people that were wasted. <laughs> that's that's spectacular. Um, yeah, I mean, so many great moments. And obviously, probably the shock, most shocking moment of all time. Uh, probably to this day, as far as just wrestling history in general, uh, Undertaker losing at WrestleMania 30 to to Brock Lesnar, which is going to be a controversial item for for all time. I, I um, mean, maybe I, I wouldn't I don't say know. I'm showing my age. Thanks, Tony. I, I'm just showing the fact of some of us had to stay up late and watch ECW at 2:30 in the morning and shot and Saturday <laughs> night happened to be before it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it is what it is, though. I mean, you you, you mentioned it. Um, what else of Taker's career moving forward, though? You mentioned the Sean matches. You mentioned everything else. I guess we move into the American badass part of Taker. And then there was some Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. matches that were kind of gimmicky. And then later on, we did have more gimmicky matches, including WrestleMania the year before last. Mm-hmm. Um I just, I'll say this, I think Vince gave more faith in The Undertaker than anyone else. Like, if there was anything he wanted to try, it was like, all right, let's work a Taker program in there. Like, that Boneyard match would have never happened if it wasn't for Taker. 
Oh, I mean, exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, some chats going on here. Dylan Tracy uh, says, uh, Tom, get him. Uh, Tony in the chat. Uh, Shotgun Saturday means something completely different in Texas. Uh, yes. It does. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the American Badass uh, section of Undertaker's crew is interesting. I know we're not going to talk the whole uh, show about Undertaker, and uh, obviously we got to devote some of it to Survivor Series, but he this is a vital part of basically everything that's been all weekend. Um, as far as his American Badass era, I mean, we're I mean, uh, you brought it up, and one of the matches that really comes to mind was the Raw where um, they had Jeff Hardy challenge the Undertaker uh, in a world titles match, um, ladder match. Um, yep. And uh, JR's famous commentary uh, throughout that match, make yourself famous, kid. You know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a, it's, a, it's a real work of art, that match. Because um, th- there, there was that slight little bit of, Jeff Hardy just might beat the Undertaker and do this. And the, at the height of Taker being maybe one of the most dangerous guys in wrestling that that being his his gimmick his character he he was just brutal and violent uh, throughout that entire extended run during that run it wasn't just he was brutal and violent like you he was the locker room leader he was the badass yep. in the locker room they kind of portrayed yep. that on screen and in this jeff hardy match taker came to the ring in um i'll make you famous it was his gimmick and they they beat the hell out of that gimmick throughout the match um, mm. JR gets the call on that, but the call and the promotion for it was pretty much exclusively for this match. As mm. you mentioned, like they, they put Hardy in a really good spot. He didn't win, but it looked good. Mm. Further, though, with the American Badass gimmick, though, as you were mentioning, there was a Spike Dudley choke slam that, God, I will never forget. Taker is on the apron. Spike Dudley is in the ring. Taker grabs Spike Dudley from in the ring, spins and choke slams him straight to the ground. Spike does a complete flat across the, the padding that was about this thick at the time, and I thought he's dead. He died. Yeah. Taker killed someone else. He was fine, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean th- th- we could literally go all night about uh, you know the Undertaker. It, great moment, uh, obviously. Hashtag thank you Taker. Um, so uh, Tony saying, I love that you guys are actually talking about Taker. Yeah, I mean, go figure. I mean, it, <laughs> I'm glad that we hey, listen. We talked Roman Drew. That was important, right? And then we went on yeah. Taker. Yeah, you have to. I mean that this this Survivor Series, if nothing else, should be about Undertaker. I mean, there was good matches. Obviously, there was great matches. Uh, we, we we talked about it just a moment ago. But this night was truly about thirty years of the Undertaker, and and it's and it's and it's brilliant. I I, I really enjoyed the the montage that they gave to him. Um, I'm I'm not a big fan of Metallica's ladder stuff, but you know what? Respect. Because that's 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 what he wanted, um, <laughs> and we could have lived uh, without the Inferno matches. But hey, it was more of a chain <laughs> thing. But we'll, we'll move forward. The danger of men getting lit on fire um, <laughs> in this buried alive match. We're gonna bury the Undertaker six feet down, and then he will stick his hand out of the ground approximately fourteen seconds after we bury him with a dump truck. Ready, go. I, I really can't wait for the 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 memoir that's going to come out where he shares all the secrets of how he did this. Now, is he going to um, share them on TikTok? Is he going to share them on, on what server is he using now? What server isn't to, he using? You have to pay the $1,000 to get that, uh, you know, the one-on-one time. And you, then you then ask the question, and then you put it into a Word document. Um <laughs> Survivor Series, uh, which is the the point of tonight's show, of course, um, not just the Undertaker, but Survivor Series as a whole. Um, show opened with a battle royal uh, won by the Miz. Um, now, Fenton, I'm not a Miz fan. I don't know if uh, I don't know look, 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 how look, familiar look, you are. Let's with- clear up the Miz really quick, okay? He is what he is. Yeah. He, okay. He, the Miz is your ten and six or nine and seven football team every single year he will get in he'll do the job you tell him to do 
If you yeah. need to elevate him to a first-round playoff win or a second-round one even and put the title on for three months, that's okay. Not long-term, yeah. right? Not that 14 win, not that 14-2 and two team, right? Um, but he also carries ratings on his reality show. And he's also a household name among, above, I'm sorry, a lot of the other roster. And Vince does care about that, if that makes he sense. He does. No, no, he um, absolutely in, does. In the ring, does he blow my mind? No, he wrestles mm-hmm. the what he needs to in the most respectful way, and he's yeah. managed to keep himself very healthy throughout the process. Um, that yeah. being said, I didn't watch the pre-show, wasn't really interested. Don't understand why Miz would win anything if he's holding a briefcase, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Tracy, Miz's win by a technicality is the most Miz win possible right now. Yeah, no, I mean, not wrong. Um, I, I guess what I, the, I, the Miz just has me rattled. Um, I, I guess what my real concern is if Miz is, is really only this 10 and six or nine and seven guy, okay, why does he have the money in the bank briefcase? Well, like, well again, pay that a, 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 a nine and seven or 10 and six guy can make a run. A wild card mm-hmm. guy can make a run. They're not mm-hmm. going to hold the legacy that a Roman would in multiple championships, but they can make a run. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I don't agree with him having it, but they had to get it off of Otis because it was a one shot and done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There was kind of nowhere they wanted to go with it. Mm-hmm. If, for example, and this is where I see this going. Okay. Sheamus turns on Drew at some point. Drew beats Sheamus in a match. Sheamus, after the match, brutalizes him. The Miz comes down, tries to cash in. Drew hmm. squeaks out a pinfall hmm. because it's Drew. That's how I get, or or loses, but that's how I kind of see this one playing out. Probably with the next two months, because they don't usually carry this past Rumble or even into Rumble. Mm-hmm. Not usually, at least. Right, right. Um, I, I guess that, that that's really what has me baffled is why why they even put him in that position in the first place. Um, but but I mean I I get it. I mean Otis was kind of a a one shot kind of deal. They didn't really figure out exactly what they wanted to do with him, or they had second thoughts about it. Um, I guess they saw Miz as a slightly safer pick. Um, but I mean. It does seem a bit contrary to me that if they valued him so high, uh, being Mr. Miz and Mrs. Mr. USA, as he was pointing out on the back of his shirt tonight, uh, why you would give him the briefcase just to lose to such a strong guy like Drew, for example. Right. That's just that's just my feeling, though. I, I know that uh, there's a lot of people out there who really do like the Miz, you know, and, and good for you, because there's got to be those people out there. Um, more more of a statement victory here once we get into the actual show uh, Survivor Series itself. The 5-on-5 men's uh, match opened the show proper uh, with a raw, clean sweep. They, that was brutal. Uh, <laughs> like um, I, I don't know if I expected an, an actual clean sweep here from Team Raw, um, but but I felt, I felt pretty shocked by it, Finn. How, how did you feel about it? Um, when I did my review show for this particular match, I, I said to myself, I said, Keith Lee's going to get the big rub. Raw's going to win big. I didn't think they wouldn't have an elimination, however. Um, that was kind of my first thought of it. I thought, like, mm-hmm. okay, somebody, nope, nope. And then they celebrated all happy, too, which makes me believe tomorrow night on Raw, I have to deal with Retribution and Team Raw again. And then Team Raw explodes, and then I we go from there. But, I mean, that's why I think they did that, at least. From the SmackDown side of things, Seth Rollins is gone. Barry mm-hmm. Corbin's a joke character at this point. <laughs> Jay, got, Jay got his comeuppance later. Yeah. Kevin Owens has been on this teeter-totter of I don't know, and I really don't know for the last 18 months. That's just where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do feel particularly 
bad about Kevin Owens because it, it yeah. he does seem to have constantly been on this teeter totter, this uh, kind of roller coaster of up and ups and downs. I mean, we, he was in the title talk, you know, uh, a couple of years ago uh, at the height of Kofi mania. Um, and, and, you know, similarly with, uh, I mean, maybe you could point to like Shinsuke Nakamura a year before him, you know, we, we've got these really, really talented guys and they, they're seemingly kind of stuck in neutral. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a killer, man. Uh, I really don't know what to say about Survivor Series uh, 5 on 5 SmackDown side of things, but uh, Raw hit him with a clean sweep. Uh, obviously, there's, uh, you know, again, Sheamus uh, looked pretty uh, pretty decent here in this match. I think that they're, they're definitely propping him up for sure. Um, uh, Braun Strowman looked fantastic, I thought, too. Uh, he, he looked like an absolute monster. Um, but, yeah. I mean, that, that, those I, are my I, I, I worry about where they're going with Braun, though. There seems to be no direction. Like, Braun did X, Y, and Z, but then I don't know what we're going to use or do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I, 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 I did not see them doing a clean sweep, but... Uh, yeah, hey, they did the clean sweep. Team Raw wins this one, and then we go into, if I'm not mistaken, Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. Yes, yeah, Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. There, no, hold on. There was though Street Profits versus New Day. Right. Oh, in the, middle the of best it. match on the show. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the, this, this. I, I thought that was after that. I'm. I was no, 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 you, um, no. This match no ruled. This was one of the best WWE tag team matches in a very long time. Loved yeah. every minute of this matchup. Um, from yeah. the story they told, from the finish they told, from not trying to go too long to leaving themselves an opportunity for volume two later. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan, uh, in the chat, man, the fact Shinsuke was in the battle royal killed me, dude. Should have at least been on the main card. Yes, indeed, Dylan. This this is true. Um, no, yeah, Street Profits, New Day, they put on a fantastic, fantastic match. I think sure that. Uh, I mean, I, I part of me thinks, and and, and it's, it's got to be no secret. I'm sure WWE guys watch AEW, AEW guys watch WWE. Everybody's watching everybody else, right? Everybody watches New Japan. Everybody watches pretty, pretty um, frequently anything that comes comes out. Solid, or maybe solid, I'm wrong. Solid mix, not everyone, but solid mix, right? Most people that care about what they're doing, not not all. It's mm-hmm. not disrespect to the ones that don't, but right. but agreed. Yes, most. We'll cross it over, sure. Uh, well, knowing as maybe as familiar as maybe Xavier Woods would be, how how knowledgeable he is uh, about his his field and about his industry, I'm sure that he he knows about the FTR and Young Bucks match, and I'm sure that he wanted to, uh, as well as anybody else, wanted to make as good of a match as, as what FTR and the Young Bucks had, or or better, or just put on just plainly the best match that they possibly could, and I, I'm. I, I think they exceeded those expectations. They exceeded my expectations. Absolutely. Uh, I liked the match better. And I say this for a lot of different reasons. I say this under the circumstances they're given, the criteria they're given, the work efforts. But I also look at it from Kofi and Xavier wanted to make that match as not only as you'd mentioned for the other reasons, but to help mm-hmm. make the profits. Like, they made these guys from tag team champions were good and entertaining to, oh, these boys can work. They can go. Um, mm-hmm. That was awesome to see. Like, again, loved this match. I was surprised, I guess, because I thought it was early enough to where the Profits could have lost. Mm-hmm. And there wouldn't have been anything wrong with it. You could have built them back up for a rematch later, the redemption route, right? Because mm-hmm. they would still be the champions. Everything's fine. Um. Went the other way, monster rub, and that's fine too because mm-hmm. New Day loses nothing from it at all. Oh no, absolutely. Um, and, and and that was, that was the real beauty of it. And Montez Ford's selling is is just off the charts. Um, like this, just it was so so good. 
it was so good. And even like the little bit of, you know, them doing the midnight hour and them pointing out, you know, well, I- Xavier's not Big E. He he doesn't have that power base to pull off the big that ending like Big E. Yeah. It's yeah. very important. You know, I, I, I really enjoyed that match. I, I really, really enjoyed that match a lot. You, you, you say it was the best match, your, your favorite match uh, of, of the night? I didn't just think it was my favorite match of the night. I thought it was one of the better tag team matches I've seen in WWE. I popped up a tweet for you. Oh, um, yes. Uh, Dylan says, I might be spoiled by AEW tag matches recently, but I don't think that this profits. I didn't think that this profits New Day match was super great. I just thought it was good. Nothing wrong with it. Just not amazing to me. I, I think that's where I, I differ watching some of the stuff, only for the fact mm-hmm. of. It told me the story it wanted to. It went the distance it needed to go. It put over who it was intended on putting over. They didn't blow any spots. Both teams worked their ass off. There was a comeback. Mm. There was a second comeback. I enjoyed the match. And it's no disrespect to anything that was mentioned from AEW, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my concern with some of the tag matches that I give criticism for, and there's some that are amazing. Like They've had great tag matches there. Like, anybody who takes some of those tag matches away, you'd be lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. My concerns there are some of the rules and the ref involvement on tags and counts and believability. That's all. So when I look at this match, it was, by the book, how I look at a Survivor Series tag team match. It's mm-hmm. like one of those old-school WrestleMania tag team matches. Go out and steal the show. Go do yep. something. Like, I remember yeah. Demolition and Strike Force wasn't amazing, but it was so good that right. on the WrestleMania card with the tournament, I believe it was WrestleMania 4. Yes, it was WrestleMania 4. Uh, second from Maine was Demolition and Strike Force. And, and as a kid, you look at this match where, again, they're largely like people, but when you go back as a historian, a fan, a writer, a, a person of interest, whoever you are, You're like, wow, it's just different. Like, the guys got it, and these guys tonight got it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, and and I think that's a, there's another deeper lying point in that, in that um, you hear Stone Cold. Uh, on on his podcast every once in a while say you know you you have to go be willing to go out and and, and grab it and steal the show and and you know he he has these little nuggets of wisdom and and i think that that uh, xavier woods and 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 kofi kingston in particular have been long around long enough in this business to know that yeah you have to go out and do that and i think that they passed along a little bit of that to the street profits here it's okay to go as long as you need to go have a great match though like that's that's what's vitally important here um next up on the card was uh fidel castro i mean um sammy zane uh facing off with uh bobby lashley um in a, a match that happened it, you it know what happened. god you hit the nail on the head it kind of happened a match that was there on the show right because yeah. it was the worst built match excuse me on the show Oh, you yeah. had this program 16 months ago where these guys hated each other. Sammy brings Bobby's sisters in, blah, blah, blah. We bring up none of this. Like, no, no. And then you it's just like have this happen. match. Yeah, right. You have this match where Sammy goes in, Bobby's as protected as WWE would protect anyone not holding their main title. That includes over their IC champion. Bobby is very protected. Mm-hmm. You have Sammy fight off the hurt business. It wasn't great. It wasn't it again. Like you mentioned though, there was nothing before that. So how are you going to get me invested? If there was nothing before to tell me to be invested. Yep. I didn't like this matchup from the get go. And I even liked it less later because it was almost like a backward step for both men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the only thing that it really put over is, uh, Bobby Lashley uh, being uh, very, very strong, uh, which I think we we knew that. Uh, I, I think we all knew <laughs> Did that. Did you, though? Uh, Bobby Lashley uh, is strong. Hit the breaking news button. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yes, sir. We got some breaking news. <laughs>
Breaking Bobby news. Lashley uh, is strong. He, he is. He's you a, he's heard it here strong. last. <laughs> he's a very strong man. Um, and, and and that the the hurt business. They 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 hurt people, and they're in business. They're in the business of hurting people. <laughs> That's all we know um, right now. They're in business. They make money. Um, MVP's yeah. great. Bobby looks yeah. like a million bucks. They're never going to yeah. do anything with them long term. Okay. Let's move forward. They got great suits. Suits are great. All the suits were great tonight. I love suit game, right? It's my favorite thing to do when I get to actually travel and I'm not in lockdown. Uh, Suit game is fantastic to me. These suits tonight were great. Black on black with gold ties and gold pocket black checkered squares. Mm. The chef's kiss. Outstanding. It's it's wonderful stuff, really. Truly. Um, uh, Sasha Banks uh, versus Asuka. Uh, They had a great match great match between these two um i really do feel like on any given day either of these women are are at the top of the women's division within wwe and i mean on all likelihood perhaps some of the top just in the in the industry as a whole as a whole Um, yes yeah um i was really actually surprised that they had Sasha Banks go over here. I think that a SmackDown win is necessary, but I, I really, really like that they put Sasha over here. Um, let me see here. Uh, Mike JC, um, he wants to talk about the Lashley. Lashley tweeted Sammy earlier today saying he wanted them to go out there and show that they deserve to be on the shirt, uh, and uh, they failed to do that. <laughs> yeah. They did. <laughs> I mean, dude, it- uh, I won't spend too it much time. It wasn't terrible. Like, like I've seen way worse matches. No, no, it wasn't like, bad. It, it wasn't even bad. You say terrible, yeah. it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. It wasn't good, and it wasn't no. going to be. It wasn't set up to be like that. It was set up to be, here's where we are, what's next? So tell me what was next on the show, because I'm not talking about this match anymore, because they didn't no. care, and I'm not going to care. No, yeah, I mean, well, it's 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 Sasha and Oscar. I mean, they they clearly had a great match, and I recommend to uh, to anybody who who has not seen it to go and watch it. It was, it was quite wonderful. Um, uh, I I was very surprised that they had Sasha Banks go over here, though. I mean, um, they have kept Oscar strong, but I do feel like her stock is slowly dwindling, as maybe Cam would point out on the sports market. Ooh, um, I don't know if it's dwindling. I think this was one of those matchups where when I looked at this card, how do I balance? It mm-hmm. between Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, this is one of those matches I going to the SmackDown brand based on the balancing of powers. Um, I don't really mm-hmm. necessarily think it had anything with Asuka per se. Mm-hmm. Again, we we look at SmackDown now, and you have Sasha feuding with who? Uh, Sasha is feuding with uh... right, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah. Then you have the Raw brand, <laughs> and we have uh, we have Asuka feuding with who? Um, exactly so concerns <laughs> all over the place of where you're going with your angles and you better fix them yeah. however match for match it's it, i mean it's it's sasha and asuka you said it two of the mm-hmm. top eight in the world without a doubt yeah i like that take i really do like that take um but yeah no um you're you're absolutely right i i I like that they put Sasha over. I, I, I make no bones about it. I'm a big Sasha Banks fan. Um, I think that she needed the win more, and I think that you're right. I think SmackDown needed the win more too. I, I think that I think that you make very very valid points here. Um, the next match is um, it makes me slightly uncomfortable. Uh, the, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown women's five on five match. Okay. Um, solely focused around an odd bullying angle towards Lana um, in which uh, one of the perpetrators of this is Nia Jax, who was at the epicenter of her own bullying angle not too long ago with um, Alexa Bliss. Uh, I, I really don't feel like I need to spend any time on this match. It was the second longest match on the card at just shy of 24 minutes. Um, which I felt is a little bit more than necessary. I feel like you could have given more time to Sasha and Asuka. I feel like you could have given more time to the Street Profits and New Day, though that was perfect timing, I think, on their part. Um, you could have even given given more time to the 5-on-5 five five men's match, but uh, I, I don't know why we did this match. 
like besides <laughs> pointing out that bullying is bad. And we knew that we knew that bullying I, is bad. Dude, and you didn't I, have to bully. You didn't have to bully Lana for eight weeks on television. I hated everything <laughs> about this match. I hated the fact how Lana went over. I hated the fact how they did the eliminations. Hmm. I hated that. I think they needed more of a shine on Bianca Belair. Some will say, well, no, she did X, Y, and Z. Well, no, she didn't. That's fine. But I thought coming out of this matchup, right, Nia's established mm-hmm. as probably not a great worker, good look, mm-hmm. everything's fine visually, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shane will be fine, whatever they do with her. Whether it's great things they do with her or bad things, she'll work the role, right? right. Um, but again, I'm just like, why? Like, I, l- I look at the finish, and it's like you did a double countout. You should have probably had Bianca come in here, gorilla press Nia Jax in front of everyone and say, here's who I am. Mm-hmm. And then at the Rumble, you have Bianca toss out Nia and go, bitch, here's who I am. Mm-hmm. You can play that off all the way to Mania on different brands and you've done it right. And, and while it's not the most optical thing, guess what? Mm-hmm. You're planning that story in people's brains and giving them a chance to care. Right. Well, and 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 I don't even have anything personally against Lana. I really don't. Like like I I I respect what she does. I respect that she works hard. It's it's being a professional wrestler in general is a massive hustle on sure. anybody's part. Um you could still have Bianca Belair win the match. You could still have her uh, military press, uh, Nia Jax. I think if you really wanted to get Lana over, have her put Nia Jax through a table. Have her put Shayna Baszler through a table like she's been put through tables by the two of them for week in, week out for a month and a half. Like you could literally do that. Um, and, and, and Lana would be just as over, if not more over than what she was. Uh, you know, so here's my hot take. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You want to get Lana super over? Okay. You have Mr. Miro come from the crowd. <laughs> you have him help pick up Naya, put her mm-hmm. on Lana's shoulders to crash mm-hmm. through the table. Mm-hmm. Miro then becomes the supportive husband of Lana before mm-hmm. getting back in the ring. And I say all these things based on contracts and deals, but hey, I'm just saying it would be interesting. That's all. I got something for you. You ready? Breaking news, Miro back to to WWE confirmed. Fuck we're going for it. Fuck. We're going we're we're going for it. <laughs> I got I got twenty eight thousand clicks last time somebody went for it. Hey, you know what? I think it's I think it's great, man. I think it's great, Finn. Personally. <laughs> I would like to see it. I, I would mean, like it, to see it done. It's just something. And, and yeah. again, like we, we, we wrapped up Survivor Seeds, but again, it was a good show. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. We had the taker highlights. We had the tag highlights. I just wish there was more of a a four on four or a five on five where we don't like each other. Like I miss those right. matches on a Survivor Series. It now right. seems like if there's a group or a brand, we go to War Games and NXT, which will be the next pay per view, obviously. So, mm-hmm. well, um, yeah, I mean. <sighs> The the brand versus brand stuff I feel is like highly unnecessary. Like, yeah, what where 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 are the times where we had? Uh, I, I mean, this is probably not even the best example, but I remember you know there was the Survivor Series five on five team Austin versus Team Bischoff, and you know it was the historic Shawn Michaels last stand where he was you know uh, basically fighting to keep Stone Cold Steve Austin employed on Raw. Um, and he was just a, a bloody mess, and it was a, it was a really really wonderful match. I mean, you could build angles with you know just using sheer hatred instead of uh, having to go brand versus brand. I get that it's it's logic. Um, Mike JC Tanner going to the well with the breaking news button, huh? Yeah, yep. No, I mean hey, it was breaking news. Miro back to AEW or back from AEW to WWE confirmed. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tony says, uh, yeah, we all do. <laughs> it's true. We do. Um, 
Roman Roman defeats Drew. Um, we tell yeah. I have I have an interesting take here. Um, given how it out. interesting take on Roman Drew, hit me with it. So I really think, and and I could be I could be way way off. Okay. I could be way off. After tonight, I really think that they're going to do Drew versus Sheamus. Drew's going to go over. Drew's going to win the Royal Rumble again as champ, and he's going to call out Roman, and they're going to unify the titles. I love every bit of that. <laughs> I I think it's great. I love it. I don't think it's going to happen. But I no, love it all won't. Of it. <laughs> um, no, but you're not far off. And here's the, here's the ploy here, yeah. right? If you can't land the rock, and if Brock's not coming back due to COVID reasons, and I get it, okay, and I respect he, it, right? He's on his farm in Canada, and we if respect you, that. He's here. Canada's but if you can't, <laughs> if you can't get him to come to the Undertaker, if you can't get him to come to the Undertaker retirement ceremony after testing negative twice this week, I mean, my question is, can you get him anyway? So listen, you you mentioned yeah. Mania Main, right? Going back, turn it all off. Um, Roman Drew would be your biggest match without anyone else coming in. Could you do it bigger with Roman Rock, with Brock, Brock Drew too? You sure could. You absolutely could. Here's the thing. WWE debating on when to run Mania next year, whether March second week or mm-hmm. April the last week is a big difference and it's a big difference mm-hmm. due to COVID effects that that's seven weeks that mm-hmm. will be a huge difference of legalities at that point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if if I'm WWE I turn that clock back as far back as I could go or as far forward I mean that by the following you turn it up to middle of March, you don't run Mania. You run Backlash, or you throw something in there. Give everyone mm. something else, right? Mm. And then I'm running Mania the last week of May. Because I know Vince McMahon wants a full house. And the mm-hmm. only way you will get a full house is with vaccines being everywhere and limitations being opened. And that's why I'm saying that. Um, okay. It's super important to him. He's now at the point where he wanted some fans at SummerSlam. Lost it. He wanted fans at Survivor Series. Lost it. He's mm-hmm. looking at Texas for Rumble. Probably not going to get fans. So now he's going, what do I have to do to get them at Mania? And that's Wait where at. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean... So so let's say we go with that. I, I think that there is still a, a, a couple of issues that would prevent, uh, uh, you know, uh, prevent us from doing that uh, w- with Brock or with The Rock. I mean, you, you certainly got to convince Brock. You got to throw a lot of money his way. You got to you know, ensure that he'll not get COVID in Texas or wherever. Brock, you know. Brock is very easy. It's okay. Yeah. Am I secure? And are you yeah. cutting the check? Yeah. Brock is also yeah. very expensive. He he is he is very expensive, and this is this is a pandemic, which is unfortunate. Uh, uh, the Rock is the Rock is also very expensive, and he's had COVID. And politically, I don't think that he's uh, uh, very inclined right now to to want to work for WWE. He I, sure I isn't. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. Tony in the chat. Uh, he's 100% getting fans if he does Rumble in Texas. Depends on what part of Texas. I think he wants you... to do it at the Rangers ballpark. I don't know. <laughs> like, I... like, I know that's not a good take. I just, I just don't know. Like there's like, I, I don't know if that would happen. Like, I feel like, like there would be Dallas is a very big city that, uh, again, we are not a politics show. We we are not a politics show, but 
Dallas went 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 very blue. So I don't I don't I really have my reservations. Blue, about that. red, yellow. The Undertaker wore purple gloves at one purple. point. There was some gray, right? Let's move purple forward. Gloves. Yes, uh, he also had a purple hat, I believe, at one point as See? well. See, that um, was Survivor Series, folks. Exactly, Survivor Series. I, again, I guess my 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 point here, as I'm messing up my hair uh, consistently um, throughout the rest of the show, um, I really feel like Drew versus Roman would be uh, just a rematch well worth doing again in WrestleMania, title for title. I, I think that unifying the titles has been something that they've long missed the boat nope, on. No, nope, really do it. No, no. Let's <laughs> let let's put a little beep beep. You got a beep beep on that line. Beep beep. I, I don't. Or I don't have. I don't have that sound effect. You can upload it later, though. That'd be great. And I will. You can't <laughs> run Drew and Roman because you buried everybody else. So unless you're getting outside stars or deciding that hey, it's a good idea to push the rest of your talent. You can't run that again. You, your number two and number three match will have to be so built up they won't know what to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you could always redo Edge and Orton, which I think that they've already they planned thought about and planned on doing. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah. As, um, as long as Edge's tricep holds. So, up, so here's the question, right? If you yeah, stick to yeah. original bilking and you plan to do Edge and Orton, that would mean Miz takes title off of Roman. Edge or Orton takes mm-hmm. title off of Miz. Very mm-hmm. likely, by the way, especially if Miz says, I need my rematch. I don't care who's mm-hmm. champion. Mm-hmm. Then you can go that route of going there. And Orton Edge is enough name to beat the other name. But where is my number three match on this show? Mm-hmm. You could have a- no, he's not he, there. Hang on. He's coming back. No, uh, he's not. <laughs> he's he's not. He's not. He's he's not. Um do, you could do the, do, the, the... Do, 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 No, also bad back. Not, 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 no, not coming back. No, uh, no, no, no. You could do the, the wedding of Mandy and Otis. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week on Headlock <laughs> Talk. Survivor Series recap. You mentioned many notice, and I'm out. We we did. We did it. We did it. We did it, guys. Um, No, seriously. Roman versus Drew. Match was slow. It was good uh, after probably about the first five minutes. I really enjoyed it. I I can't tell if Finn's actually frozen or if I I killed him. I'm so sorry. A little bit Um, of both. No, we had this earlier. (laughs) Great match. Everybody won on this one. Very good. Like, No, no issues. It's it's great. Yeah, we 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 cover this very very well. I think. Um, let's get to a few comments before we head on out of here. Uh, Tony has a lot of things to say. Uh, he says, "Nah, man. Even Houston had fans at Energy today." Uh, he also says, "Dallas allowed fans. Dallas allows fans. Sure, that's that's great. Um, but <laughs> but how, how do we know that when nobody wants to go see the now three and seven Dallas Cowboys?" Um, are they three and seven? They're three, they're three and seven now, aren't they? Two and seven, two and eight. I think four. That was our fourth win today. Is it really? I mean, it should be, but hey, we'll move forward. No, hold on, hold on. We're gonna find this out. You know why? You know why? Dallas Cowboys are three and seven. Breaking news. Um, so there you go. Yeah, nobody's going to go to that Dallas stadium. Nobody, nobody. So we don't know what the what the Dallas stadium full of people actually looks like. Um, Mike in the chat also says uh, he's get he get fans in Indiana too, uh, which is uh, I I believe that might be true. Um, maybe, possibly. No mass fans anymore, but we move no. forward. Thank you. We, I, I will defer to Fenton. He's he's probably much more in the know than I am. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> um so that with that being said, man, uh I greatly appreciate you for coming on last minute. I greatly appreciate Thank everybody you. in the chat. Hey, anyone of you who stopped by, we we I I appreciate it. The show appreciates it. Yeah. Shooting the sports ish 
appreciates it. Mr. Gentleman yeah. over here appreciates it. Mm-hmm. And thanks for having me. Well, thank you for, for coming on, man. Like I said, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, it was very last minute because uh, Stephen uh, uh, came down with a little bit of an illness last minute. But uh, where can the people find more of your stuff, Mr. Fenton? Nobody wants to hear anything about me. Um, I, at Thomas Fenton, WNW, uh, you can check me out. You can DM me. You can follow me. It is what mm. it is. I, mm. You will never get a wrong hey this is a bad take it will be a why in the hell did you think of that in the first place i have to reprogram your brain you were harmed as a child take ah yes i i I love it i love (laughs) no i'm a big fan of of you i'm a big fan of the shows that you've been doing with tony it's been great stuff man i i've learned more about betting than i ever have in my entire life uh watching you and tony talk um so i greatly appreciate everything you do and thank you for coming on man i, I love it uh, make sure everybody follow us on twitter at headlock talk and uh while you're sitting there in the chat make sure to hit that that thumbs up button uh and and, and share it with family members share it with a friend tell your friends about headlock talk and about shooting the sports ish uh hit that subscribe button ladies and gentlemen Hit it. It's just right there. It's just right there. You can get more Headlock Talk content. You can tune in uh, to Fenton and, and Tony talking sports betting all the time. We've got all sorts of news and great coverage for all the sports. We're coming out with even some NHL coverage. And then uh, I've got I've got this little thing called Radio Techers. I don't know if anybody watches it. I think, I think people <laughs> do. Um, it's about Premier League coverage. We talk, we, uh, Me and my good friend Mags talk Barclays Premier League coverage over in uh, ye old England. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. And then Mags, of course, talks about five rounds, which is a uh, MMA coverage, uh, specifically UFC centric. So all good stuff here on shooting the sports ish. If you are a sports fan, you haven't subscribed yet, hit that subscribe. What are you doing? And, and turn on the bell for notifications. That way. So you always get our new ish. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am the text gentleman, Tanner Pruitt, uh, my good friend Fenton here. Thank you for joining me. Peace out, everybody. Y'all take care. Uh, love one another, I, I think is, is, is the point of this show. Love one another. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. These days, we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at zenni.com.